Thanks for tuning in to Thought for the Day from Ringwood Benefice, a family of six Church of England churches around the market town of Ringwood. Together we share a common vision to discover life and make a difference. We hope Thought for the Day brings you encouragement and insight, and we'd love you to connect with us on Facebook and YouTube at Ringwood Benefice, and we'd love you to head over to our website www ringwoodbenefits.org.uk but for now we pray that you enjoy today's thought for the day well welcome uh, to uh, another thought for the day uh, my name's the reverend uh, ian uh, whittam i just want to start our time by just reading uh, to you uh, from the gospel of mark it was one of the set readings in the lectionary actually uh, this uh, week, I believe Monday, and I just want to, to, to read it to you, it really caught my, my attention. It's uh, Matthew chapter 7, uh, and it commences at verse uh, 1. It says this, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way as you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck? of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take this speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? Verse 5. You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Well, that's a very uh, well-known uh, passage uh, of scripture but when I was reading it, it reminded me uh, of something that happened to me many many uh, years ago when I was the vicar in a church uh, in West Yule uh, I used to do obviously a lot of funerals like I, I do today uh, and I got called in uh, to do um, some last rites uh, for a particular lady and I remember arriving at her house uh, and as I uh, arrived at her house, uh, I was sort of ushered uh, into the kitchen. And there in the kitchen were six uh, of her, her children. And so I asked them to tell me a little bit about their, their mother. Uh, and uh, they sort of shared their, their thoughts and their memories. And what their kind of expectation was of me uh, coming around to uh, sort of do the last rites uh, for their mum. I then said, well, you could, she's had a lot of children, six. And they said, oh, no, no, no. This is only half of us. And I said, really? She said, yeah, she's had uh, 12 children. Well, <laughs> that's an impressive any period of time in history. Uh, and so she had 12 children, and only six of them were there. And I just assumed they were all working. But I discovered very, very quickly that there was actually uh, a huge uh, family feud going on which was very, very sad. Well, anyway, I went in uh, and I prayed uh, with their mother and I did her last rites. And then I returned back into the kitchen uh, to sort of pray uh, with the family. And I just sort of tried to unpack uh, what this feud was uh, about. And it was really, it was some stuff that was important. But to be quite honest, it was, it was minor stuff. But it seemed that there was a lot of pride uh, and anger sort of going around uh, in the family. Well, over the next few weeks, I went to see the family quite a lot, to sort of be with their mum and just, just to sort of spend time with the family uh, through this really uh, difficult moment in their lives. 
Well, sadly, eventually uh, their mother uh, passed away, and I, of course, was uh, asked to do the funeral. And I remember them coming to All Saints Church in West Yule. Uh, all 12 of them, actually, uh, turned up at the church. And, man, the atmosphere uh, that was actually uh, in that church at that time, it was awful. It was terrible. And like, my heart was really heavy because they were family, and yet they were so divided over perhaps such minor things, to be quite honest. And most of the time it was like, oh, he did this or she did that and, you know, and so on and so forth. And it was just, it was kind of silly, really. And at this moment in their family history, it was probably the best time for them to put things right uh, and put it behind them and forgive one another and actually move on into a new future. Something I know uh, that their mother so uh, wanted them to do. So when I was reading this passage uh, the other day, it really reminded me of that moment, how each one of their family were finding fault with one another, but actually not really seeing the fault in themselves. And over the years in Christian ministry, I've found this, that uh, often people will come up to me and say, oh, so-and-so did this, or so-and-so said that, and oh, well, I just don't think they're very good, you know, etc., etc. And they've often said that about church leaders. And yet, they seem to forget their own issues in their own lives. In fact, the truth is, we are all sinners. For all have sinned, the Bible says, and have fallen short of the glory of God. No one is righteous. We do not deserve to go to heaven. It is only because of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross at Calvary that we can actually uh, come before God like we can. It is indeed a great miracle. So in many senses, we don't have the right to turn and point our fingers at other people. My final kind of thought really on this is as I think that Jesus was also uh, talking to those uh, you know, round about him who were very hypocritical because they liked to find fault with others, not because they were fighting a good cause or because there was some kind of injustice going on. Oh, no, no, no. They were doing it to better themselves by belittling other people. And I think that's a really important thing to think about. You know, how often perhaps we sometimes find fault with other people, not because actually we really are worried about what they've done, but it just kind of makes us look that little bit better or, you know, belittles them and elevates us. And this was kind of what was going on in the time of Jesus. And of course, I'm thinking about the Pharisees and the Sadducees and others who love to find fault with everybody else but couldn't see the planks uh, in their own eye. So I think when Jesus was talking about this, that's the kind of thing he was really uh, thinking about. But it's a challenge to all of us, isn't it? Uh, to really think about our own lives and how we are so quickly and easily fall into gossip and, and judging others and forget actually, you know, let's remember what how we judge others, we will also uh, find judgment. So let's be careful, let's be gracious, let's be loving, let's love each other as we would love ourselves. And I'm sure if we all acted like that, the world would be so much a better place. Well, I'm going to bring that to a conclusion now, uh, and I'm just going to finish uh, with uh, some very uh, short prayers. Let's, let's just pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you uh, for the scriptures and all the things that uh, we can uh, learn from it. And we do thank you, Lord, for those early chapters of Matthew, or the Beatitudes and all the, the teachings that you gave us on various uh, different subjects. And we just come before you now, Lord, and just confess that there are times in all of our lives when we so quickly uh, rush to judge other people. 
And so often, Lord, we do this because we want to deflect from our own inadequacies and our own failings. For, Lord, none of us are perfect. And we just pray, God, that you might uh, forgive me and forgive us uh, when there are times in our lives when we are so quickly uh, to judge other people. Help us be more willing to perhaps pause and listen and hold back on judgment. And Lord, we just pray now therefore that you will help us uh, to live uh, better Christian lives for you. Help us to be uh, good disciples, uh, not disciples that seek to, to gain for our own glory. Amen. However, Lord, there are people uh, in this world and there are things that go on in our world that are wrong uh, and there are injustices. Oh Lord, just recently we've been reminded uh, of our past, particularly here uh, in the United Kingdom uh, and of course uh, in the United uh, States, uh, Black Lives Matter. And oh Lord, it's been so good to see people standing against uh, injustice and it's made us all as nations really think about our own actions of the past and how we have behaved and actually we should not be glorifying uh, these these terrible things that were done in the past. However, Lord, forgive us perhaps for also forgetting what's going on in our world today. O Lord, the statistics tell us that there is more uh, slavery going on uh, in our world than ever before. Trafficking of people is a very, very common thing and it is evil. And so, Father God, I do pray against such evil and I pray that you will you know, prick the consciences of all the, the leaders throughout the world so that they might be able to stand against such terrible, terrible injustices that go on in our world. Oh Lord, so often we can step back and say, well, things are so much better today, but actually, Lord, you know that they're not. The heart of man uh, is, is awful and wicked. And so, Father God, we do pray against all injustices in our own country uh, and throughout the world. And so, Lord, we just think about now and our own government as they're seeking to continue to guide us out of uh, lockdown. Oh, Lord, it's good to start to be able to sort of gather together with friends and, and, and family uh, and sort of just those few people that we can get together. It's, it's lovely uh, to be able uh, to see people uh, again. But, Lord, we do pray uh, for great wisdom for our government as they seek uh, to guide us out of this in a way that we won't go into uh, sort of second uh, sort of phase of this pandemic. Amen. And so Father God, we do pray for all our frontline services, for nurses, doctors, and all those who are seeking uh, to deal with this uh, terrible, terrible disease, but also other uh, illnesses, Lord. We do thank you for their courage and their commitment uh, and all that they have done. But we also pray now, Lord, for other people who are suffering from all kinds of other illness that perhaps we have slightly forgotten about. And so, Father God, we do pray for those at this moment in time that are perhaps known to us. Let's just kind of stop for a moment, maybe sort of say out loud in, uh, in your room or wherever you might be uh, a particular name. And so, gracious Father, we just we offer these people to you now, knowing that you've heard our prayers and that you can bring healing into people's lives. And so may God's love and blessing be upon you all, now and always. Amen. Well, that brings uh, our time uh, to a conclusion. Uh, I do wish you a lovely rest of the day. I, I'm assuming that this will be broadcast about two o'clock 
uh, on a Friday and so I do wish you a really uh, lovely uh, day. I think when this is broadcast we will still be in the heat wave that's hitting us here uh, in the UK. So do enjoy uh, this lovely weather uh, until uh, I see you again. God bless. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's Thought for the Day. Don't forget to connect with us on social media at Ringwood Benefits. And remember, there is hope, you are loved, you make a difference.